What's up, what's up, what's up here with your man, Lujo on DC Sports Talk. Thank you, family, for joining yet another podcast. We are here today to celebrate the Capitals. How about those Washington Capitals who have just stunned the life out of the Tampa Bay Lightning in the hockey world in the uh, conference semifinals? The winner of this series goes on to play in the Stanley Cup finals brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen they defeated the tampa bay lightning last night with the final score six to two that in hockey terms is a blowout especially because they were down they scored the first goal 28 seconds into the daggone game they go down two to one they come out in the second period and score three consecutive goals the score is now four to two entering the third period they scored two more goals in the third period with seven minutes left in the daggone game it's six to two and Tampa Bay Lightning fans are filing for the exits oh my gosh are you kidding me the Washington Capitals are turning up the heat and getting it done they get on the plane come back to dc for two home games up two to nothing in the semifinals. are you kidding this is something we have not seen in a very long time i'm very stoked excited uh invigorated so many other words i could describe about the nation's capitals the nation uh the the nation's capitals capitals okay these guys are getting it done making it happen turning up the heat and upsetting uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning in the process. I am very excited about the Caps. I think that we could pull off an actual upset because these guys, are, honestly, were not favored to win this series. Not only are they winning, but they are dashing any dreams and hopes of the Tampa Bay Lightning actually winning a game. <laughs> winning a game the way they're blowing them out. I am very excited about it. I think that finally the Caps are onto something and they're going to do something major in this year. Uh, looking forward to that game three back here at the Capital One Arena here in D.C. And if they can win that game, uh, it's just all but over for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, moving on from the Caps to the Redskins. Redskins are in the middle of rookie, rookie training camp right now. Not much to update there, but the rookies do look great from what I've seen uh Darius Geis is the speedster that we've uh, come to like over the last week or so since the draft. And I think he's going to be a lightning rod in the Redskins backfield, along with Chris Thompson and Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, Deron Payne is every bit of a chiseled defensive tackle that you want in the middle, eating up the run alongside Matt Ioannidis and Jonathan Allen. Ladies and gentlemen, we finally got a run stuffer. Uh, a couple other rookies look good as well. I just got a word that three-time Pro Bowl cornerback D'Angelo Hall has retired from the Redskins and from the game of football. Hats off to him. Thank you for all of the uh, interceptions and all the games you played as a Washington Redskins. Hats off to you, D'Angelo Hall, in your departure via retirement. Uh, moving on from the Redskins, we are going to move into the NBA. I want to welcome my cousin in uh, to this segment, Tony B. Uh, take it away, man. Oh, 
What's up, y'all? This is your favorite cousin, cousin Tony, coming through. And thanks for joining us on DC Sports Talk with your man, Lujo. I'm coming through to give you your five-minute fix of NBA basketball. Tonight, we have the start of the most anticipated matchup of the playoffs. We have the reigning, defending world champion Golden State Warriors going against the squad with the number one record in the regular season, the Houston Rockets. This series is going to come down to three key points in my opinion and let's break them down real quick. The first thing is going to be the Chris Paul-Steph Curry matchup. Guys, I know you remember all the highlight reels of Steph Curry shaking up Chris Paul, putting him on the floor. I remember the twist of memes that floating all over the internet. This year is going to be a little different, guys, because Steph Curry is going to have the responsibility of also checking Chris Paul on the other end. If we remember correctly, in those past playoff years and playoff battles, Steph Curry has been given the opportunity to go at Chris Paul on offense, but hasn't had to check him on defense. With the two-headed monster of Chris Paul and James Harden for the Houston Rockets, Steph Curry is going to have to lock up this year. He's going to have to use some of that energy he used on the offensive end to go after Chris Paul on the defensive end, and we're going to see how he handles it. Steph Curry's never been known as a great defender, so I'm curious to see how Chris Paul is going to go at him. All those years of pent-up aggression, all those years of memes, all those years of embarrassment and playoff failure, he's going to have to take out on Steph Curry this year in the playoff series. The next key is going to be Clint Capella, guys. Clint Capella this year averaged 13-10-2. But he's an elite shot blocker. He's an elite rim protector, elite rim alterer. So what that means is when Golden State, who's going to come to the lane because they're analytics darlings, they like to play with shooting the three-pointer or driving to the basket. When they drive to the basket, Clint Capella is going to be there and he's going to have to knock down their percentages probably by about 10 percentage points coming to the lane. He's going to have to make Golden State think about every time they come to the lane, they're going to get the shot blocked or make them take a bad shot or make them uh, short arm the shot. He's going to have to be a really, really effective defensive player uh, if the go- if the Houston Rockets expect to win the series. In addition, he's probably going to have to dominate uh, Zaza Pachulia and, and JaVale McGee on the offensive end. Honestly, I'm thinking, guys, he's going to have to average probably about 17, 12, and maybe two or three blocks for them to really have an opportunity to say Golden State to six or seven series and maybe win the series. The last thing to look for, guys, is that KD Steph Curry pick and roll. They haven't really broken it out this year because Steph Curry's been uh, frequently injured. But when they run it, it's one of the most deadly plays in the NBA right now. Uh, When they're running the pick and roll, uh, you have to uh, account for Steph Curry stepping back, shooting the three. Kevin Durant rolling to the basket. Him picking and popping and not rolling all the way and pulling up and shooting a jump shot. What I think Houston is going to have to do is really be physical with uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry uh, when they decide to run that play. When Kevin Durant is screening, they're going to have to run hard into Kevin Durant, make him think about not uh, putting his body out there on the line. And when Steph Curry is going around the screen, what they're going to have to do is be like Matthew Dellavedova was a few years ago and stay in Chris Paul's pocket, run around with him, uh, tug on him, grab him. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to have to play dirty, but they're going to have to play physical with the Golden State Warriors if they want a chance to win this series. They did win the regular season series 2-1 versus uh, Golden State, but as we know, the playoffs are a different animal. Hey, guys, uh, let's talk about the East for a quick second before I go. 
uh, Boston came up with a spectacular performance last night on their home floor. They held LeBron to uh, 15 points. They held Kevin Love to 17 points, and nobody else really had anything to do, any anything else, um, any major noise to make in the series. I think Brad Stevens is one of the great coaches in the NBA today. He's probably already a top two or top three coach with the adjustments we saw him make in the Philadelphia series with the way he's pulling this team together without their two best players but in the end of the day I think LeBron is really going to get uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers going and I expect them to win the series in maybe six or seven games uh, I think uh, if he does lose this series, he's going to have to make some adjustments in terms of where he's going to go next year. I don't think Cleveland has the horses to get it done, and he's really going to have to either go out west and join his boys, Chris Paul and James Harden, or he's going to have to look at Philly or another young team but put together a Miami-type situation if he really wants to compete for titles going forward. You know what? Thanks for joining me, you guys. Turn it back over to Lujo. I'm about to go upstairs and see Auntie and get some of that chicken. Talk to you guys later.